Welcome to Dong Teeny episode number 127. On today's show, Simone's mom's brain reaches critical mass. Steffi's thousands spent on therapy alerted her to covert manipulation. And a very disgusting Dong in the News breaks all previous Dong records. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Simone. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. Thank you, Stephanie. How are you, Dong? Okay. The Mad Men finale was the other night, and I saw pictures of you on the red carpet. And I'm not supposed <laughs> to lead off with this necessarily, but I can't not find out exactly how it went. I didn't go to like the the the, the screening of the final episode, um, but it was yeah, a what panel, was though, right? There was a panel, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and also the red carpet was taken on the way out. I was not <laughs> let in, <laughs> but I mean, why wouldn't I stand for a picture in my nice getup? You know, um, yeah. So, um, so I was just in many. Minneapolis for work over the past weekend, which added to the delay of this episode being recorded. Um, I was in there for work, and then um, normally I'm there for three days, but, you know, it, uh, Greg, we had some stuff on, so we thought I'd better get back in time for that on the Sunday. Um, it, like, it was, it was a toss-up whether or not um, I'd need to be here for Quincy or not, so we, the third day of the show is always really dead anyway, so we figured it would be fine. And so anyway, so I was back, like, after two days in Minneapolis. I did the whole hat toss at Mary Tyler Moore again, like I did five years ago when I was there <laughs> <laughs> at the Mary Tyler Moore statue. Um but, um, yeah, so then I get back and then my friend called me like that day, like he had a friend going with him to this event and he's asked and they dropped out. So he asked if I wanted to go. And it was uh, a panel uh, with the whole cast of Mad Men and the creator and the crew. Um, and it was like the day of the finale. And I was like, yes, I want to go. And I still had my hair in a beehive from work the day before. So I just had to kind of spruce it up. It actually came out better than it was the day before. I actually said I wanted to shave my head and preserve it on a wig. It was so good. Wow. So, <laughs> Yes, but um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I want to go. Yes, I want to go. And um, yeah, so um, it was at the Montalban Theater, named for Ricardo Montalban. I didn't know he was that important. I just think of him as the guy from Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know if he opened the theater or what. He probably I don't know donated all the money, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it was at the Montalban Theater. It's not a very big, big, big place, but yeah. So um, the the moderator was there and then she like brought John Hamm out and spoke to him for just him one-on-one for about five minutes and then brought the rest of the principal cast out and so each person like picked a scene um, from this from the show and just talked about it and she asked them questions about it and yeah it was just like I can't believe I'm like wow. looking at these people and the finales tonight and yeah it was pretty amazing so um, and everyone got a mug on their way out and I was really <laughs> hoping it was one of those you know those uh, uh, SCP mugs that with yeah. the orange have you yeah that they have in the show but uh-huh. it just had the Mad Men logo from oh. like the TV show and I was like damn it like just from like the regular logo I was like why can't you give us all SCP mugs seriously who was all on the panel um so it was John Hamm then January Jones um then um Vincent Carthizer who plays um Pete Campbell and then uh uh 
Elizabeth Moss, who plays Peggy, uh, Christina Hendricks, who plays Joan, and John Slattery, who plays Roger, and uh, Jessica Paré, who played Megan, and uh, Kiernan Shipka, who plays um, Sally. So pretty much all the main people. Wow. I think that is all the main people. Yeah, I think so. Everyone yeah, yeah. else is dead or <laughs> yeah everyone peripheral. else sort of s- s- exactly more peripheral so yeah so that was that was that was awesome I, oh. I didn't get to meet him I, I, I don't know if they were puttering around the lobby afterwards but after they left the stage mm-hmm. then all the, um, the crew came out and the, the crew got to pick scenes sort of based on their what they do on the show so so that was pretty interesting but what I thought was really interesting when they talked to the casting ladies mm-hmm. um, they were talking about Don's type oh, first they were saying how uh, Matt Wino like asked them to like find a guy like this guy's like another Don Drake and they just their hearts sink like how do we find another guy like this do you know what I mean like another character that's supposed to have you know that kind of uh, mm-hmm. charisma, um, and Matt Wine was like, "Really? I didn't know I made you feel that way when I asked for that." And they were just <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" Um, but the other thing they they were talking about Don's type because mm-hmm. I always thought Don had a type and that Betty was not that type. And Matthew Wine was like, "Really? I didn't think he had a type." And and the casting lady's like, "Oh yeah, he has a type." And people in the audience are like, "Uh, yes, he yeah, has a type. yeah." Betty is not the type. He, his <laughs> no. type is like a skank. Is like he likes skanks is how I think of him. What do you think of his type being? I don't think he likes I think he likes uh complicate I think he likes brunettes, definitely. I think those are more his type. Mm. I always think he likes sort of brunettes and sort of darker, more uh troubled women. I wouldn't say uh-huh. skanks. But um yeah, definitely some of them are skanks, but I think he uh it's it's more of a, a troubled some mental illness, uh some damage. He likes damaged yeah. women. Yeah. That makes Betty, sense. Betty was damaged too, but she had this veneer, and I think that just made him disconnect with her. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, it was just really exciting to be able to go to that. There was like a a, um, a screening, and they did it at, at another venue, screening the finale and a script reading of a previous episode. Um, my friend who took me to this, he uh, um, felt bad that his sister was coming to town. He had already already asked somebody else to go, so he bought her tickets. Stephanie was saying to, a spoiler. Uh, that, but it was like three hundred dollars on StubHub for two tickets. No, so, yeah. So as even Simone if I deemed what Stephanie was time, saying as a spoiler, going to that. Yeah. But um, I kind of just wanted to be alone anyway to watch it i wasn't interested in going to a party or anything i just wanted to like me too yeah just let it wash over me and stuff so um anyway so how did you feel about the finale i i loved it but for the i mostly loved it yeah yeah um the only part i didn't like is is you know parts that i felt wrapped up like a couple storylines wrapped up a little too neatly yes um yes we're not going to spoil anything by the way anyone who's um concerned we're just going to talk about feelings and how we felt but (laughs) not any specifics so i will say i don't feel like it's a spoiler show so anyway there's nothing to spoil in it really it's more just about vibes and personalities evolving do you know I mean, what I mean not, so like, yeah we're not going to tell you that this portion has been removed for I deemed what Stephanie was saying here to be a spoiler she was simply making something up as a joke but in knowing that it was a joke it becomes an inverse spoiler knowing that something is a joke means that the opposite is true and that my friends is still a spoiler I mean Stephanie. we won't spoil that for you <laughs> see I think that's like a I think that's like an anti that's, that's still a spoiler that's almost saying like <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. I hate those kind of things. People that say stuff like that. I mean. 
<laughs> we can cut all that out, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, so back to your feelings and feelings, not facts. <laughs> yeah, what are your feelings? Um, yeah, no, again, I think I thought a few of those things wrapped up kind of ridiculously easily and sweetly, you know, but yeah, not in a way that was in keeping with what I was expecting. And it made sense. One of them was like, oh yeah, at first I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh wait, no, this makes sense, but it wasn't handled properly. But, <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just overall, I think, yeah, I think, I, as I said, I was saying to Greg and people worrying about spoilers, I feel like people are like what's gonna happen how's it gonna end and I'm like what show have you been watching all this time like you know what I mean like it's just never been that kind of show with all these dun 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 dramatic moments it's been just these this slow evolution of these fucked up people you know so I just didn't feel like it was all gonna be about some shocking event you know, yeah. and I feel like people are speculating. Oh, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. It's like, why do you think that? Why? What? When has this ever happened like this? Nothing. This show does not ride on that kind of drama. You know, I have nothing against that kind of thing, but that's not what this show was. So, I don't know. I wasn't sad about it ending really because I just felt like I've just been on this journey. I, I felt like it was like knowing somebody for a while, and now they were just gonna move away, and you wouldn't really see them anymore. That's mm-hmm. how I kind of felt about it, and. Another thing I said was because I don't I don't sit there and analyze all the characters and their personality traits until like I read a recap that like mm-hmm. dissects it and goes into all this stuff or I talk to somebody and I realized it's like people you know you're not psychoanalyzing all your friends all the time but if you have a friend who says oh so and so's you know I'm having this trouble with this person you've got all everything you know about that person and it all comes flooding out and you can talk about it and you've got all this insight and that's mm-hmm. how I feel about Mad Men I don't sit there you know stewing about the details but anytime I'm engaged in a conversation about it like it's all in my head like oh yeah yeah of course of course I understand everything that's going on you know and I, I kind mm-hmm. of had this comfort with it that it was just always just kind of you know I was just coasting along hanging out with these people for for a while and you know mm-hmm. revisiting it so yeah so I will miss that but yeah I think I, I liked that that kind of simplicity to such a complex well-made show if yeah. that makes any sense to anybody <laughs> oh yeah I, I I just feel I'm not super sad about it I think it was completely time for it to end and we can yeah. always re-watch it like I yeah. I own like the first two seasons and it's like they're, they're so beautiful like anytime just go back and watch them and yeah everything's peaceful and yeah I don't know. Yeah. I, I say peaceful. It's kind of like, um, you you know what I mean. Like anything you put on any episode, you're like, yes. You know, like every single yeah. episode you want to see. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing really that makes me cringe. So, No. Was there one cringeworthy episode? I don't I know everybody hated that Connie Hilton fucking storyline. I don't know oh, anybody. Oh, I didn't like that storyline, no, I guess. No, everyone hated fucking Connie Hilton calling he up at three mean. in the morning. <laughs> He was very passive aggressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was so obnoxious. But uh, um, yeah, but just even that aside, it was just like yeah, it was just boring. I remember how he was like, he was trying to shame Don, and Don's like, well, maybe I was late to work because I was reading the Bible with my family. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember that line. I'm like, yes. <laughs> God, I don't remember like, like specifics like that very well. So I, I definitely plan to go back and rewatch it. And Greg um, didn't watch it when I was watching it, so maybe he'll join me this time. So 
Um, yeah, but I, I drank old fashions. Well. Oh, oh I saw your update about needing an orange in time. You set yes. your timer. Or you set an alarm so you get the orange in time. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I called it an emergency orange. <laughs> oh, an urgent orange. <laughs> urgent orange. Yeah. Um, we were okay. So we've been in this that hotel for two months, and we had AMC yes. while we were there. And so last week, we our bathrooms got finished, so we had to move back. And I'm like, no, I'm gonna not I have know. my AMC for the Mad Men finale. I <laughs> so couldn't believe that bad timing. It, it was like, yes, it was horrible and mean. So um, the, on Sunday night, my friend John was he boxed me, and he goes. I don't want to spoil the ending for you, but Don Draper goes up to Joan, and um, he, you think it's going to be really dramatic. Well, and it is going to be really dramatic, and he undoes her, her leopard print robe, and then he goes, <laughs> for like a minute. <laughs> I thought that was really funny, for like a yeah, minute. Because yeah. <laughs> he had these leading up, I was like, is he seriously going to spoil this for me? So... Uh, I would I would have wouldn't have minded if that did happen, but yeah, um, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, I like the whole tone. Did you notice how like the yeah how the film speed seemed to change the season to whatever the film quality or whatever looked like when you were watching a show that was filmed in the seventies? No, it changed. Like everything, like the tones, like like. I think of the movie Nine to Five, and that was—I think that was made in 1980, maybe. But like, it still had that film quality that I think is being very specific to like old right. porn and <laughs> 70s right, type right. stuff. So I don't know. Mm. I, I was asking David about that, and he's like, "I don't know if I picked up on it." And I go, "It's just glaring to me. I just like—I feel huh. like that's a thing. So I need to search it and see if it is." But wow, if you haven't noticed it, maybe it didn't happen. So. I don't know. Well, I watched the first episode on my phone in Australia when it started, and then I came back and I downloaded them off my phone and then beamed them to the TV on my Chromecast, and then I think I watched the last three actually on the TV. So, um, yeah, it was all over the map with how I saw it, so I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you have down beards, and it's underlined it, and underlined (laughs) underlined it it is underlined um yeah so spectacular vernacular yes moving out of the out of the 60s and into the 70s where beards were prevalent um this could really be uh you know adjust the headline but um shock new research reveals some beards contain more poo than a toilet (gasps) yeah really yeah (laughs) Uh, let's see. The hipster beard revolution may still be a thing, but a shocking new study has warned facial hair could be dirtier than a toilet bowl. According to a group of microbiologists in New Mexico, the rancid bacteria that beards collect could be putting owners' health at risk. Microbiologist John Golubik of Quest Diagnosis swabbed a number of beards searching for bacteria for the study. I'm usually not surprised, and I was, su- and I was surprised by this, he said. There would be a... De- there would be a degree of uncleanliness that would be somewhat disturbing. Apparently, the key to a poo-free beard is to make sure you wash your hands regularly and avoid playing and twirling the hair. Try to keep your hands away from your face as much as possible, Golubik added. That, that's it. That's I hate that kind thing. of advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's gross is, I'm not a beard fan, but... Um, there's a at the at the health food store near where we live. Um, there was the a guy where you yelled at that Greenpeace guy in the parking lot uh, when your back hurt. 
Oh, and he wanted you to sign something? And... Oh, I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always yelling at those people now, so I'm losing track. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the mum, like, I'm not taking this bullshit anymore. Yeah, I've, got, was... I've got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> so, um... Anyway, so this guy that works, I guess he works out in the back. I don't know if he worked in the deli or just worked in the back, like, you know, loading up um, uh, uh, produce or whatever. But he had a hairnet on his head and he had really short hair. But he had a really long beard that was uncovered. And I'm like, oh, the I see beard that all the time up here. Is, what is, cover the beard. Like, oh. seriously, the hair on his head was not my concern at all. So, oh. oh. I found a hair in my um, my breakfast that I got from Rune Service when I was in Minneapolis, and I sent it what back. What kind of hair? Like, describe the hair. <laughs> it was a long black hair. So first, anytime you find a long black hair, I presume it's mine. But unfortunately, yeah. I eat a lot of Asian restaurants, so it could be anybody. But um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. But this one, I was like, okay, is this my hair? But the hair was like coming out from between two pancakes. From like you know, so I was like, okay, I, that, that, I, did, I could, couldn't have got in there, and my hair was tied up. So I was like, okay, it's not my hair. And sometimes I can just kind of deal with it, but this just seems so cooked in, you know. And the, and the room service was really expensive, and also the the pineapple. It was like sh- chef's pancakes of the day, and I'm like, fine, whatever, pancakes. They're fucking pineapple pancakes. I just think that's a bit much to just spring on someone for breakfast. What do you think? <laughs> I would like them, maybe, but I don't know. I, that's weird. Never even heard of them. So yeah, it was just it, it had like <laughs> a ring of pineapple cooked into it. That's, and then, okay, that's kind of weird. And, yeah, and then maybe chunks of pineapples dumped on top, like pineapple upside down cake or something. Maybe I've never had that. But oh, it was, have yeah, you not? You, I think I maybe I have. I can't. I'll make not you like some a, the next time you come. Please, I love pineapple. I just mm-hmm. felt like it was jarring for like seven thirty in the morning. I, no, you know? I can totally see that. That seems like a kind of like a, a, a what am I trying to say? Artisanal, <laughs> like boutique restaurant. Ooh, we're kitschy. Oh, here's some, um, you know. <laughs> Yes, but Organic at least for brunch, ginger pineapple. Not even, not even brunch though. It's like straight yes, up breakfast. Yes, but also you can choose it from the fucking menu. You cannot spring pineapple pancakes on a person. I, I wish you left that comment on the comment card. <laughs> I think I might call and tell them. I just thought that was like, it was crazy. It just seemed fucking crazy. And I love pineapple. I fucking love pineapple. But yeah, it was a shock. So I think that helped me just not deal with the hair. So I had it returned and I said, I don't have time for another breakfast. I said, just bring me a croissant. So wow, yeah, that's what I did. But I didn't sound like a bitch like I'm talking to you now. I'm just kind of ah. taking on the char- character who like summons room service. And I just want this now. Like, but I don't, I don't talk to people like that ever. So, <laughs> Just finding the retelling of it. They're holding a Greenpeace clipboard outside of the natural food. They are fucking with me. They are only trying to waste my time and fucking. There was a time I yelled at the guy who was like, you know, asking people for pita. And I'm like, I'm already a vegetarian. Like, leave me alone. And he's like, well, why don't you help animals then? I was like, I help them all the time. Why don't you help animals then? Yeah. Asshole. I know. It's such a fucking <laughs> asshole. That's why I fucking screamed at him from like five car lengths away. Because <laughs> he was yelling at me. He was actually wow. yelling at me to like, yeah, wow. Because I was like just dissing him. So Jesus, that is way too, like, 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 you hurt a human 
you know, abuse a human for the sake of an animal. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems well, kind of weird. Well, those people don't even give a fuck. You know those people all fucking paid and getting commissions for every fucking uh, sign-up they get. So, yeah. ever since I knew that, I stopped even being polite to them. You know, like, I just, I mean, I don't, I'm not yeah. out to antagonize them, but I'm just sort of like, no, no, no. Like, I don't even try and explain anything. I'm just like, you're just trying to make a buck. Fuck off, you know? Yeah. So, Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> oh, that's weird about beards. Has yeah. Greg ever had a beard? Um, he had one before. Um, before I knew him, and um, it's on a, it's on a record cover of his, like on the back oh. cover in one of his bands. And um, there was, so there's that beard picture. And then he would always like threatened to grow a beard. I was like, no, you're not growing a beard. And he just, like, because he, he goes a few days without shaving, you know, it, he, he grows it very fast. So, you know, he would oh, always okay. say, mm, I, I love my beard and just, you know, say stuff like this to annoy me. Um, and then finally one time I said, uh, you can grow a survivor beard. It can go for 39 days, like the duration. <laughs> oh, like, like, like that. Like survivor survive. beard for 39 days of growth. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I kept, I just was like, yep, fine, grow a survivor beard. And then he, he just fucking couldn't deal with it. Like after about 20 days, he, he, uh, he's like, I hate it. I want I, I, he just didn't want it anymore. So, um, so he shaved it, but I made him, one of the conditions was that he had to, um, of, of me letting him grow the beard is that when it was time to shave it I got to direct it so first Ooh. he had to like shave it off into a goatee and let me take a picture <laughs> then, he had to sh- then he had to leave a mustache and let me take a picture so yeah <laughs> blackmail forever yeah. <laughs> but he hasn't grown one since so that was like seven or eight years ago David can't really grow a beard like he oh, really? like, the most it will get is like it it's just kind of looks like stubble like, huh, like, yeah. like three days growth or whatever for, for normal people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I love it right that way. I don't know. So he doesn't seem to bother him. He has a lot of gray in his beard. Does Greg have yeah. any gray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he does, does he? Now. I don't think of him. But not on, not, 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 not on his head. It's just all in his beard. So when he grows it, he said before when I complain about the, him needing to shave, he said, love me, love my beard. <laughs> <laughs> Love me, love my beard. <laughs> Kills me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, not last episode, but the one before, I was going off about Zenny Optical and how they had fucked up my glasses and I couldn't see a fucking thing and... And you had no problem with it. We have essentially the same prescription and opposite eyes. Well, as it so happens, they took a really long time to assess my glasses after I sent them back. But it turned out that I had put something in incorrectly. Like, so it was like supposed to be five point five zero zero and I put five point zero zero which is obviously really different so oh yeah yeah, yeah. so I don't zero. understand what that measurement is exactly but it was wrong and they showed me my from my original order and then I found it on my um, prescription and realized it was my fault so they it was totally my fault and not their fault and they gave me a full credit oh. for the glasses even though it was totally my fault that's so nice Yay, yeah yeah 
they said we can give you they said that's what they give me return 50% of the of the price um or give me full credit and I said I'll take full credit because now I know you'll deal with it and it was my fault and I'll just start over so I haven't bought another pair since but it was my fault so sorry Zenny Optical thank you for <laughs> servicing Stephanie and soon to be me again <laughs> well I'm expecting my fifth pair to arrive any day now oh cool <laughs> so yeah these are like tortoise shells and they're kind of cat eyes so we'll see how they go they're like a really thin frame so yeah they're all I've, very light and you know i think that david will hate them so, <laughs> so that will be fun yeah. we'll see well, the other thing with the ones i did get they would i think when i got them from what little I could see with them, I, I could be, I couldn't really tell how they looked on me because I couldn't see. So um, yeah, I had to take a photo with my phone, which doesn't really give you the most accurate representation oh. of how it looks. But yeah, but I was thinking like, oh shit, what have I done? So maybe maybe you know, it's all for the best. I just returned them and decided I didn't like them. So yeah. Oh shit! What have I done? <laughs> so. Um, I understand you have a foreign dong in the news. I have a foreign dong in the news. Tonight on Dong Teeny, it's Dongs in the News. Think outside the dong. <laughs> um, so this could also double as a just the headline because here uh-huh. is how this starts off. Man jacked off at gunpoint by three women who wanted semen. <gasps> That's the headline. <laughs> Wow. This was a few weeks ago, May 7th. I have so many questions. The headline is not enough. They're about to all be answered. Every single question you could possibly have is about to be answered. Just kidding. But several of them will. Um, (laughs) May 7th, 2015. A 33-year-old South African man was allegedly taken hostage on Tuesday morning by three women in a black BMW who then sexually assaulted him. Eastern Cape Police are currently on the lookout for the three women who, after spotting the pedestrian on the side of the road, pulled him over or pulled over to ask him for directions, then pulled out a gun and forced him into the car. Constable mm, DC Mbobo said <laughs> they parked the car and fondled him to get an erection. His penis could, could not get erect, so they forced him to drink an unknown substance from a bottle. This got him aroused quickly, even though he was still scared and didn't want to have sex. Every time the man came, the women put the semen inside of different vials and stored them in a cooler box. Then they abandoned the man on the side of the road. We have never heard of such a thing before, said the constable. The man was fully conscious throughout his ordeal, and he is still traumatized. Wow. I don't know where to go with that. I know. (sighs) Oh. God. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking inappropriate things (laughs) I'm thinking like I I feel really sad for this guy and I'm also like I'm bewildered at like how how does this happen? What did they give him to drink? What did they want it for? You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, did they want to impregnate themselves? Like, how do you pick yeah. this guy? Did they like he's yeah, got a nice car? Him? Yeah, he's got a nice car. So, you know, it'd be really funny if it was just like he was totally poor and had no no nothing going for him, and it was like a rental car. <laughs> <laughs> that would be more expected. Yeah, somehow. yeah. God, I just yeah, the, the randomness of it, but. Mm-hmm. Oh. I thought that was a pretty epic dong in the news slash that just is the an headline. E- an epic dong in the news. That is an epic situation. Wow. I'm going to have a hard time topping that for some time. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it says here that your magic is getting serious. My magic is getting serious. And I it know is. that you had magic class. Was it last night? Uh, yeah, it or was on uh, Tuesday two night. Ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because. So I'm, I'm enrolled in magic classes at the Magic Castle, and I have temporary membership at the exclusive Magic Castle right now. So um, I can uh, I can bring people because the only way to get in is you have to know a magician. So I can now bring people in like a member. So um, so I'm taking a lot of friends in while I while I can. Um, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, I've uh, I'm practicing a lot. I've been uh, I bought a, a, a close up uh, pad. It's like a mat that you use, you know, like a like a felt things to see if mm-hmm. magic looks nice on it. It's also a good surface for like sp- uh, spreading your cards and that kind of thing. So yeah, so I've been practicing that, taking the classes, and the, the guy who's uh, ta- teaching the class is actually the guy that wrote the book I've been working on for several months. So. Um, yeah, I, I didn't realize he would be taking the class, but he's really super old now, so um, he's probably not quite what he was, say, if he was teaching the class oh, 20 years ago, but um, it's still uh, it's still exciting to be having magic classes at the Magic Aww. Castle and, um, and learning from someone who, who wrote one of the Bibles of magic, because I was yeah. working with a ma- magician while I was in Melbourne, and I told him I'd been working from that book, and he said he started with that book, and like he's been revisiting it lately. Like it's just you know it's wow. got everything in it. So um, yeah, so that that's really good. And my friend Elizabeth, who is my partner in yeah. my magic act, um, she's she's doing it's the same. We're both doing magic two. Um, we skipped magic one because we thought we had enough <laughs> skills already. But um, uh, and we do. We after taking the first class, I'm like yeah, I'm fine. But um, yeah, so she, it's the same. So she's taking the Thursday class, but it's the same class being taught Magic 2 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, um, yeah, so we're both just like keeping up with each other and going to the Magic Castle and seeing magic shows and befriending magicians. And yeah, I feel like I feel like in the next couple months we're really going to pull it together. So and maybe start getting the act together. So I'm really excited and I really look forward to when I can confidently call myself a magician. (laughs) It's so dorky, but I don't care. Yeah, I'll be I'll be very excited to, to perform. Magic is fun. Magic is fun. So, um, yeah, but I did some magic. We went and had uh, dinner at our friend's place the other day. And Greg was like, Simone's been doing magic. And then um, and then I had my cards there and I did some stuff and blew some minds. So it's pretty exciting. So, yeah, it's really, I'm really, I'm really excited that I'm doing this. I'm actually confident. You know, we're talking about how we just feel like we need to say, oh, I just do this lame job and not talk about, you know, the other things that we do that because they're not lucrative. Yeah. I feel pretty confident about saying, oh, I'm I'm studying magic, you know, I'm working on cool. being a magician. Yeah, so not to necessarily to new people because, you know, but I actually did say to a couple people um, um, at, at the at the trade show. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm confident to say I'm working on magic. I feel like that keeps me boosted too. Like I'm Ooh. promising everybody I'm doing it and I'm accountable to Elizabeth too. So, yeah. yeah. How is she doing? She's doing great. Yeah. So she's she's keep, she keeps me on my toes cuz she's younger and more got more time and energy for it. So yeah. when she starts doing a lot of stuff, I'm like, oh, "I got to do more. I got to do more." So Yeah, yeah. So um so I'm really like I couldn't do it by myself. So I'm really really glad I'm uh, in cahoots with her. So yeah, so Aww. the magic is happening. Prepare to be amazed, listener. Prepare to be amazed. Well, I have a segue from that where you said yes. that you feel confident in saying that this is something that you do doing magic. Um, yes. I was going to ask, how often do you ever get told that pe- do people say to you, should I say, oh, you don't yeah. seem like you should be working at that job? 
or you should oh. be this or something like that. No, I think I could see why that might happen to you with your job. For yeah. me, I think it's the opposite mm-hmm. and it's actually I have to take myself down because when I say I work for a fabric designer, they it sounds like like I look like someone who would design fabric and then I actually have to say I don't actually design the fabric. I just work in the office. So it's right. kind of the opposite. <laughs> Oh no! So I have the, well, I'm the same I have way the too. Like, are you a doctor? Are you a nurse? No, I just work in the office. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing. But yeah, so what, I feel like I have so many people, and these are <laughs> these are my coworkers. <laughs> they're like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> right, right. <laughs> because they're like, "You're the black sheep of the office." Because you know, I kind of am. Yeah. You know. But um, yeah, so I had coworkers say to me this week, "Why don't you?" Um, quit your job, you know, and, and focus uh-huh. on your writing full time. Cause that's obviously what you want to do. And I'm like, but I've never said that because I don't really want to be a writer. Like, uh, I think right. that I need the ennui of, I was thinking about this and I, you know, for, it, it felt kind of like, uh, I feel like I'm not living up to someone's perception of how I should be, you know, like, like kind of like, Oh, right. that felt a little shaming, but was it, you know, so I was trying to like <laughs> figure it out. And I was thinking I, if I'm going to do anything kind of fun on the side or, or whatever I do on the internet, like I think I need the ennui and the um, kind of the the suffering of my job to fuel me to do that, to find the fun. Right. Do you, you, I'm sure you understand what I mean. Yeah, because I feel like once you, when you're writing or doing anything creative and, and as a treat almost, yes. then it's fun. But when it's like, okay, now I'm a writer, so I need to produce it. Be, it it's a whole different thing. That's exactly you know. It. So yeah, it's I can see why it, it wouldn't. The pressure of it's it's not it's not coming from the, the place of just wanting to. It comes from a place of having to. Mm-hmm. If you've decided that this is what you're doing, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it, I mean. And I, I like reading. Uh, I like being privy to the stuff that I would never know went on, you know? Yeah. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, that kind of, I feel that informs what I do as far as advocates for abuse and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Because, okay, here's another uh, another convenient segue. <laughs> I have written down that I um, talked to a friend recently and I felt like I that she was manipulating me. But How so? Yeah, well, yeah, because 10 years ago, I don't think I would have picked up on this. But now I think uh-huh. this is what was happening. Okay. So she's a trusted friend. She's one of those trusted internet friends that you've never met in person. Yeah. Who you've known for years through some right. kind of close thing. And you have confided in each other about different things over the years. So Right. Um, so this woman contacted me. And she's helped me a lot with, like, you know, the, she, yeah, this... She's like um, kind of affiliated with some religious organizations, but I respect her a lot. And mm-hmm. she's also, she has business dealings going on with Tony Jones. And uh-huh. so since I've been t- talking about Tony Jones, she's gone real quiet, you know? Right. So she she messages me the other day and, and she's like, I've, I've been feeling like we need to talk. And I'm like, okay, let, let's talk. And, and she's like, I'm really scared to talk. I'm like, yeah, I kind of am too, because I think that, if, that this is probably about Tony, right? <laughs> Did Tony yeah. like tell you to talk to me? No, 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 he didn't. Uh, but I just feel like like if we disagree with you on Tony abusing people, then you're going to punish us for disagreeing with you, mm-hmm. is what she said. And I'm like, oh, goodness. Okay, what do you do with that? You know, when I'm like saying there's documented evidence of abuse here, <laughs> and, and, and mm-hmm. if you disagree that this happened, then... 
you know, and I'm, I'm like, dude, like, this is here in the court, you know, like, this is in a court document. This is like the medical record and right. testimony that's been typed out and submitted before a judge. Like, the fact that you don't want to believe that this happened, I, I, are you going to say, I felt like she was manipulating me by saying that I would punish her for not accepting this information. Right, right. So. Has, has there been, because uh, I read some of it, but not all of it, um, but mm-hmm. has... Uh, with the physical stuff like I know there was like she was like coming at him and he shoved her and that's like when she had a dislocated shoulder or something yeah, so I know of that but... shoulder going on and yeah is there more like physical stuff she um, says that there that it hasn't been able to be released to the public yet that her attorney hasn't that that the shoulder thing was the only thing that was made public right as far right. as that yeah yeah have you read any more or I can't. I can't say. Uh-huh. Right, <laughs> um, right. So I've, I've read some stuff, but there's just stuff that um, they, you know, of course, both sides have stuff that hasn't been surfaced yeah. yet. Yeah, hasn't surfaced yeah. yet. So um, it's it's just the fact too that there's there's so many testimonies from all these people and and the site. And so go, I go and I look up this woman's stuff after our conversations over. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that her her husband like her husband benefited from a grant that like a hundred eighty thousand dollar grant Tony wrote last year. Oh wow! And I know, so I'm like, really, you know. So it felt like that would make more sense because you don't want your cash cow to go away. You know, you and it's hard if you're friends with somebody. It's hard to believe that they'd be capable of that stuff. You know, like yeah, that's kind of how it happens. Like people don't want to believe it. So. Um, that's how my desk job kind of informs me being able to believe this stuff. Like, oh, yeah, we should investigate this. You know, you don't know. Right. But, um, yeah, so I felt that that it was, it felt slippery. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I was like, have you, you know, you live in the same area as Tony's ex-wife. Have you ever talked, reached out to her and talked to her to get her side? She's like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You just don't get the other side. You know, it's just kind of like, huh. She's like, no, that side's been well investigated. And I'm like, but what about you? You know? like you could benefit from hearing her side you're you know kind of your job is to talk to people so i don't know right right anyway um yeah what do you think about that have you ever well, felt I mean, well how did you I, I i guess i'm missing how did you feel manipulated by by the conversation oh oh because she she wanted me to to go silent about tony she wanted oh i me, see yeah yeah that's she was trying to get me to to say to cool my jets and be like well we all make mistakes Right. And, and I was saying, well, um, Tony's side has been out in public for seven years. So finally, his ex-wife's side gets a yeah. chance to come out. So isn't that, you know, it's only fair. Like, I'm sure that both, are, you know, I'm saying, I'm not going to say that both sides are awesome and, and aren't going to tell falsehoods. Any, you know what I mean? Yeah. But isn't it only fair that she gets platform two? And, and so this woman was trying to tell me, no, Julie um, is an adult and this is not equal time. You know, like she, yeah, she's yeah. not helpless. She's an adult and she was never helpless. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what the victim thing does. Like, it makes you believe you deserve it and they scare you into shutting up about it so yeah uh, anyway so it didn't really end well yeah <laughs> yeah and, well i mean i was, was just kind of like okay i have to go pick up my kids okay mm-hmm. so um yeah but i felt deaf i was like oh what's this going on here and i felt yeah. like she was trying to say if you insist on this thing uh, you know of me mm-hmm. believing the victim <laughs> someone who claims to be the victim I don't know I, you're, I'm going to punish you for disagreeing just to say the, the phrasing I felt yeah. like you're going to punish me 
I'm like, what do you mean by punish? And she's like, you know, like, like spiritually abuse me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, how do you mean? She's like, well, you know, um, you know, say that I'm, that you don't agree with me. And I'm like, how's that punishing you? How's that, how's that spiritually abusing you? I don't know what you want. I think, I mean, you have been pretty uh, vocal, I think, for the people that have been disagreeing. So maybe that's why she was afraid. Right. I don't know. So it's not like you haven't said anything to the people who, who have been, um, you know, see, uh, appearing to be taking Tony's side. So that might be where that was coming from. I don't know. I haven't been following it. Um, yeah. That yeah. Closely, I mean, so just yeah. to say that someone's going to punish you for disagreeing, though, I, I, I'm just saying that that felt weird. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, if, if, she, if, if, if she believes what she believes about it, um, mm-hmm. it might feel like being punished. You know, even though yes. from your perspective, it's, uh, it's, uh, you're just, you know, highlighting the truth from from the way you see it, from the way she sees it. Like, I just believe, I just don't yeah. believe this is the way it's gone down, and and, and now yeah. I'm being punished. So I yeah, think yeah. that I think the 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 de- determining whether or not it's a, it's a punishment is is in the is in what the person believes in the situation. Right. So, that yeah. makes sense. Then. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's just my take on it, without you know examining yeah, the details, I mean, but just can, just, just the different <laughs> the two different perspectives on the on on the on on, on the exchange. So, have you yeah. had that in your life, like where where you look back on something like that was ten or fifteen years ago, and you're like, oh my goodness, what was that person having these? You know, did you think they were trying to to influence you in a certain way, or, or try to? Mm-hmm. Have, have you ever had that? I think it was after I was in therapy for a little bit, where they're right. kind of teaching me. Okay, you know, healthy friendships aren't contingent on, you know, that you need, like, yeah. you know, there's freedom and respect in two ways, you know? I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, I think definitely, like, sort of the shit I would put up with um, in my friendships in high school. I, you know, I just, you, I'm young, I didn't have the, you know, I, I actually, even then, I was aware of how fucked up and manipulative the situation was. I was just powerless to, to go against it, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, uh, I think I think even though I think I had the awareness I just didn't have the power I didn't have the the, the self esteem or the strength to, to to change the situation whereas now mm-hmm, I wouldn't mm-hmm. take the 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 bullshit that I took at the time having said this about the person I'm speaking with of the bullshit um, with, that I was dealing with she and I are like fantastic still best oh. friends so it's just that you know we, we, she was coming from a, a place of insecurity and, mm-hmm. and, and, and but, but her, for her it manifested in a way of just showing ultimate power and me being mm. the little the little puppet like whatever you want yes sir yes sir but I'd be pissed mm-hmm. off that I was being that way you know yeah, whereas when, when I'm insecure I, I just shrivel up into a small little lump of coal whereas some people oh. when they're insecure become just you know you know assume this power that they don't exactly yeah. so it was just two people both feeling pretty shitty about themselves and it just played out in this in very opposite ways you know mm-hmm. but we've, we've mm-hmm. like completely stripped all of this down to every last every last detail so we totally understand it and just speak of it now as like complete equals so oh, really you know cool. yeah it's really it's really fantastic so uh, yeah as I said I could see what was happening I didn't I didn't un- I didn't understand then that she was insecure so I just I just sort of right so I thought that's what she really was but now I understand that that, that wasn't where it was coming from so um so I, I would say I was being manipulated but I knew I was but I couldn't uh-huh. do anything about it so that's uh-huh. the only time I think any, I've really been in a situation like that and yeah uh-huh. I think I've always been aware and just my ability to deal with it has just depended on, on me and my state of mind at the time. Right, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. 
but maybe there's something else I haven't thought of but yeah I don't know it's in, it's hmm. interesting though yeah I'm always telling the kids I'm like pay attention to your intuition about people you know like like your stomach and your heart will will tell you if this yeah. is a good person or not. And so, but as I'm telling them this, I'm like realizing I have to take my own advice. Like I wasn't encouraged to do that about people. Right, right. So, so I'm like, ooh, I should pay attention to this feeling. Hmm, let's see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what is this face no more? Best Buy brain freeze. <laughs> this is so fucking bad. So bad. <laughs> So we've all, we've all heard of mum brain and, you know, it's a thing. It's real. Every time something, you know, oh, I can't think mum brain. brain. But this is like possibly like the worst ever, I think. So Faith No More's new album in 18 years came out on Monday. And, you know, it, uh, you know, we've known about this for a really long time. They released a single last November. They released a second single. Then I think in March, or late March, early April, it had leaked. And I knew all these people on Facebook had, like, illegally downloaded it and listening to it. Now, I wasn't opposed mm-hmm. to doing that because I knew I would buy it when it came out. I was like, I, I, I could buy it now. But I was like, no, I want to wait. I was like, I had the date, May 18th. I was like, I'm waiting for the date. I missed the old days, the anticipation of buying an album when it comes out, yeah. you know. And like when the Ugly Kid Joe's second album came out, I like got a phone pass because you have to get a pass to use the phone at school and I kept calling the record store has it come yet has it come yet and then when it had arrived my mom said I could leave school early to go and get it you know so like I had a permission slip to leave school early to get the new Ugly Kid Joe album in 1995 <laughs> so you know like I miss all that stuff that I'm like oh my god oh my god it's coming it's coming it's coming and it's not the same now because you know I'm consumed with other things but I'm still really fucking excited you know first album in 18 years I've heard all these songs live because I went to the show before the album had come out but I was, and that's right. I knew I could have listened to them before seeing the songs live, and I still didn't download them. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, so I didn't have a better sense of them before I saw them live. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Then a couple of weeks ago, there's a stream of it online that's legal. Like, you know, here's the new album to stream and listen to, you know, authorized by the band. And I'm like, no, I'm still waiting, still waiting, still waiting. And I just, and because it was out there, I, del- I still downloaded it just so I had it. And it downloaded in like 20 seconds. I'm like, fuck, I've got it. I've got it. I fucking got it. No, no, no. I was going to listen to it on the plane on the way to Minneapolis, but there was too much plane noise. And I was like, no, I'm not. I I want to hear it nice and crisp and clean without the of the plane in the background. So I was like, I don't have noise canceling headphones. So I was like, no, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. So anyway, so we Greg had a two dollar off coupon to get it at Best Buy. I'm like, great, we'll go to Best Buy. I imagined we'd go to Amoeba, but we we're going to Best Buy to save two dollars. So where the Best Buy is, there's Best Buy, there's a Toys R Us, and there's a Costco. So it's like, yep, we'll get that. We needed like these things with bottle liners for Quincy's bottle, and I wanted to get a pack of twelve playing cards for my magic at Costco. That's the best place. It's a magician's secret, everybody. Twelve pack of cards <laughs> at Costco for only like fourteen bucks. Anyway, so I was like, that was the plan. We pull into the parking lot. We have a Best Buy because these three stores are like they're giant. Those three take up the main store, and then there's a few smaller businesses at the other end of the lot. And I'm staring at Best Buy. I'm like, yep, bottle liners, cards. I'm looking at Best Buy. I'm like, electronics, electronics, phone. No, I'm going to order my phone, new phone online. But <sighs> I couldn't think. I said, what are we getting at Best Buy again? Ah. <laughs> I fully scanned my whole brain, couldn't come up with it. And I said, what are we getting at Best Buy again? And Greg's like, you're joking, aren't you? I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm really not. I'm really not. And even through all of this, it didn't come. It didn't come. Oh, 
would build up. Then I was like, oh my god, oh my god. I think I can't remember if Greg said it or if it then f- suddenly dawned on me. But he's like, okay, okay. The next five times I forget something and you think I'm an idiot, I, I get a pass. I get a pass. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Yes, yes, yes. Like I just couldn't believe that that happened. And that's why I gave the whole build up about the album coming up because I wanted to express all the thought that had gone into this, and then I couldn't yeah. fucking think of why I was there when that's that's what, that was the whole reason we were going. To the fucking parking lot. The bottle liners and the playing cards were just add-ons. Oh. So that is like the worst mum brain thing that has happened to me. Oh, oh my god. It was a shock. Yep. Bunyan's gonna be... She's gonna re- revoke my name, MBB, which stands for Memory Bank Buds. So fucking bad. But anyway, on the plus side, the album is fucking great. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Like the first song, I feel like it's fucking classic. Like it's up there with some of their greatest songs. And there's a bunch of other great songs. A few that I'm just like, yeah, this is is good. But yeah, there are some like fucking amazing songs. And as a whole, I'm like, it's great. Because when an album comes out 18 years later, you're just like, well... Yeah, okay, yay, you know, hope hope this works out. You know, I heard them live, but, you know, I feel like I really need to hear them on the album to understand them, you know. Right. So, however, the, the, the opening song, which is my favorite song, that, like, really hit me when I heard it live. That was, like, the first one I heard of the four shows I went to. I was like, Is that what Whoa. they opened with? No, they didn't open with it. They opened with a, with another song oh. that I had heard because that was the single. But they played it later on, and I like was like, "Wow, this is really good." And I looked at Greg, and we both gave each other like a raised eyebrow, like, "This is good." So yeah, so I'm super excited. So I'm glad it worked out. You know that they they waited yeah. 18 years not because it's like, "Okay, we're back together. We better do an album." We more was just like, "We're working on some music. What do you all think?" And it all kind of came together rather than doing it because they felt like they should do an album because they were back together. You know, yeah. so I feel like that's why it's good because it came from a, a good place. So I'm very excited. Yay! Yay! Yay, Faith No More. What have you got coming up? Huh? What what have you got coming up this summer? Because you've been having this crazy, crazy year so far. I know. I'm going to New York in two weeks. Ooh, what for? Uh, just to hang out with my friend um, who's, who's staying there for a while and um, yeah, she's living there for like three months so I'm just going to spend like about four days three oh, or four fine. days there um, but that's mainly it oh well I have the Ant-Man premiere in July I think oh, that's great. July yeah so I've, I've got that and the premiere of Greg's movie in LA so um, when is that going to be? I think it might be August. Oh, so, so yeah. So oh, what um, if we could come down? Oh, that would be so what great! If a miracle happened. It's that a big. It's going to be at like a sixteen hundred seat theater. So yeah, it's Ooh. quite an event. But anyway, yes, I've got that coming up, and then not much else really. And I'm kind of glad because I mean I've been running nonstop for like the last you eight have. weeks. Yeah. So um, I'll be I'll be glad to kind of relax with more whiskey. So, um, <laughs> speaking of Don't which, you love how <laughs> when I searched seven and seven on my phone that first time, what came up was was you know whiskey and ginger ale, not even freaking seven up, and it said yeah. seven and seven in the name. And so then when you're like, yeah, I didn't find any recipes with ginger. I was ale. trying so hard, <laughs> listener. After last week, when I was like, yeah, seven and seven, I thought it was with seven up. Oh no, it's with ginger ale too. And then like I was like googling, I'm googling seven and seven whiskey. 
ginger ale and like it's just not coming up like i'm i'm like giving it to her on a silver platter and i could not find it anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then like there was the wikipedia page and yeah that was pretty pretty hilarious but i mean it's a great combo it needs its own name for fuck's sake i mean come on i'm like seven yeah no seven crowns and ginger ale not seven crowns and seven up why would <laughs> like why the hell did ginger ale come up for me on my phone the first time i looked for it i don't and know never again when i look for it on the computer i hate when when different <sighs> apps or locations give you different results it pisses me off like i was i was trying to shop for something in australia for, for when I was back, and it gave me like Australian results. I'm like, I don't fucking want this. Why? How do I just get American prices? Like, I just I didn't know what to do. I guess you can change your location somewhere, but it's all harder when you're on the mobile app. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you say mobile. <sighs> I'm gonna start saying that. Mobile. Yeah, no, I can't say mobile. No, you shouldn't. No, mobile. That's just. That's yeah, no. one of the things. Like, there's some words that I just go American on, but I don't think mob- mobile is one of them. It's mobile. Yeah. I don't blame you. Don't be pressured. Thank you. So I think so, that about wraps things oh, no, 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 up. No, 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 no. Sorry, I have, have added. I, w- I just want to talk about my my high school reunion. Um, <laughs> that's right. Invitation. That's right. Okay, I didn't write that down. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I added this at the eleventh hour to the that's document okay. listener. So um, yeah. So my high school reunion, my twenty year reunion, is uh, I believe it's going to be uh, in September, August or September. Either one, I can't fucking go. So because um, it's in Australia, but um, I tried to like I was working with them like when they were setting the date like hope they would do it while I was there but they said it for um they said it for yeah when is this fucking the reason I can't tell is part of the problem because they've <laughs> August August okay they've put everything there's no numbers on it there's all it's all like all the let words are like typed out but anyway so the 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 invitation was posted up in the group on Facebook for the reunion so I click mm-hmm. on it and it's a fucking word document for no reason and anyway and it is a fucking design nightmare. Like really? it is it makes me not want to go to it anyway. Even though I wanted to go, like it like now I'm like, you know what, this is disgusting. So there are like there's that font that has my school name in it that's Mount Lilydale College it says, but it's in like that, you know, that font that people use to sign their name. So it kind of looks handwritten. Right. And then right. there's a and there's a border around it and the E in college like touches the border so it's slightly cut off. And then our school colours were like like royal blue and yellow gold so the of course there's fucking text in yellow to it's fucking a nightmare and then there's sort of a okay font that i, I would let it pass if okay that was font. just but there's fucking comic sans in it no. and yes there's fucking comic sans in it and it just ties saturday the 29th of august 2015 is like written out in words in comic sans it's like you're trying to be classy by like spelling out the words but you can't be classy if you say it in fucking comic sans Oh, it's a fucking nightmare. And then we look forward to seeing you there again in that handwritten fun font. No, this deserves so, a boycott. 
It's so bad. Yeah. Well, what I instead what I've done was I politely offered. I said I work in design, which is only partly true. I do design a few pieces, but I don't actually work in design. But I do Photoshop, you know, stuff like this all the time. So I said I work in design. Would you like me to remake this as an image so it will be more present on, um, you know, when you post it on Facebook? And they said yes. So I'm going to remake it. Nice. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Yeah. 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 But it was just like I had. I had to come up with a reason other than it's fucking ugly. You know, this is that I couldn't present that as my reason. So I made it as the reason of making it a JPEG. Even though I could just do a fucking screen cap and make it a JPEG. I'm not going to tell them that. And I work in design. They'll probably find mine really boring because I don't have a fun font. You know, you have a fun font. You don't know what's fun, Simone. No. God. You I made a comic sans in there. I made a joke. I played a joke with my boss the other day because, you know, they're so design oriented, um, you know, because they're fucking artists and so my boss had asked me to make something and so and one of the things was like her business card but I made a, I made it up and then I quickly just changed the font to Comic Sans and gave that to her I was like yeah I was just playing around with the fonts what do you think of this one she's like it's, a, it's, a, it's sort of a it's, it, it, you know it's sort of a fun font like I just said so and her, and her face she was just like total poker face but I knew inside that she was just like her brain was exploding and melting but yeah she just, just she's just like totally stoic but yeah but then I told her I was joking and then she just was like oh, and then she was just so relieved <laughs> it's a lot of fun oh, but, no um, one in my office has any problem with Comic Sans whatsoever. I'm sure they don't I'm sure they don't I showed my boss this this um, this uh, invitation and she like covered her, her her mouth with her hands and kind of bent forward like oh, it's so ghastly oh, it's a fucking nightmare anyway I'm gonna make it nice not too, not too crazy, but just, just not this, just not fucking just this, not no that. fucking. It shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> just and no fucking yellow text, okay? God. It's On a the black f- background. <laughs> it's a fucking this. Yeah, that that would at least would be okay, but it's not a fucking white background. I mean, this would give someone a fucking seizure if they had epilepsy. Oh. <laughs> gonna give me a fucking seizure and i don't have <laughs> I epilepsy <laughs> before, the, before this task is through you're going to have nine seizures yes <sighs> okay on that note with my blood well boiled finish it up finally curdling <laughs> sticking to the sides <laughs> Um, please call the dong line 323-301-DONG Dong is in wiener And tell us things And yeah. you might make it on the air And that would be yeah. really exciting Because it's really hard to get on podcasts these days <laughs> <laughs> And um, what else? If- let's see if we can get another one out before I leave for New York so Let's get, okay. see if we can get another one out before I leave So We'd have to record again in about a week. I think we okay. can do it. I think, yeah. I think we I know we can. Yeah. <laughs> so until next time, bye, Simone. Bye, Stephanie. Bye. Bye. I see Mr. Vini out with his girlfriend